I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group, and I'm here at the HIM Cyber Forum in Boston speaking with Nick Heasters, who is Senior Advisor for Cybersecurity at the Department of Health and Human Services, Office for Civil Rights. Hi, Nick. Hi, Marianne. How are you this afternoon? Good. Thanks so much for doing this. So, Nick, as HHS OCR gets thousands of HIPAA complaints and hundreds of breach notices or breach reports so far just this year, what are some of the main trends that you're seeing and what's changing that really healthcare sector covered entities and business associates should be paying more attention to? I know hacking's been an issue for a while. There's been a push for the right of access when it comes to complaints. You know, anything new that you're seeing? I think there's just more of, of the same, and, and I think that here at, at HIMSS in, in Boston, they had some good discussions that talked about some of those trends. I think we had someone that talked about the, the secure file transfer uh, issues, that those have resulted in a, in a lot of breaches. And uh, there was someone who talked about the, the malicious chain of, that's typical in, in a hacking attack. You know, uh, uh, phishing being an initial vector to come in, uh, getting a toehold in the, in the system through some type of a malware drop, being able to uh, somehow to, to escalate privileges and getting uh, some kind of domain admin uh, rights, moving laterally uh, with, within that system with, uh, without major obstructions, uh, looking for sets of information, exfiltrating the information, removing backups, deploying ransomware, deploying backdoors to come back in later. Uh, th that was described as something that's fairly common by one of the speakers who is the CISO of a, of a health system. And, and that's what we see over and over again in, in OCR as well. So, so we can really emphasize that that is you know, the continued uh, chain of attack that we see that is, is fairly common. So you mentioned the uh, secure file transfer software companies, uh, Progress Software had a vulnerability that was exploited. You had Fortra earlier this year, and we see breaches still being reported involving hacks you know, at health, in healthcare sector entities involving you know, those products. Are those vendors among you know, the biggest business associate sort of breaches you're seeing this year? Because I know, you know in the past we've seen other large vendor breaches that resulted in a lot of covered entities reporting breaches and large breaches, but does that seem to be some of the dominant things you're seeing in terms of the business associates this year so far? Breaches that are been related to, to, to move it in particular that those have been you know more recently uh, in the past year have been uh, several breaches that affecting you know a fairly large number of individuals you know per report. So, um, but but you know more generally you know the, the trend if you have a business associate that you know specifically caters to the healthcare industry you're going to have healthcare clients you know if there is is, is a breach at that business associate uh, you know there is certainly the possibility that you're going to have multiple healthcare clients be, be a part of that breach, have their health information from multiple clients be a part of that breach, and then, you know, those breaches, you know, may in fact be, be larger because of that particular business model. And now HHS OCR also has various rulemaking in the works, including HIPAA privacy rule proposals related to enhancing protections over reproductive health information, and there's also other rulemaking that's in the works. How soon might we see a final rule for the reproductive health information proposals, and what else should we be watching for in the near term? Right. For as far as uh, rulemaking activity, uh, I'd re refer folks to the Federal Register and and what the uh, current status is there. I really don't have a, a, a comment on this, you know, any particular dates for those. 
And now HHS OCR and the Federal Trade Commission have both been you know, repeatedly warning the healthcare sector about the risk in using online tracking tools such as Metapixel and Google Analytics, you know, saying that those web trackers could be in violation of HIPAA and FTC regulations depending on how they're used because they disclose to third parties consumer and patient health information and other identifiers that the individuals might not be aware of. And HHS, OCR, and FTC recently sent 130 letters to organizations specifically telling them they should be reviewing how they're using these web trackers. And just a few days ago, HHS, OCR, and FTC made public you know, the letters that were actually sent out to the 130 organizations. When it comes to the onlookers, the companies out there who did not receive one of these letters, but they're using web trackers, if it's a HIPAA-covered entity, what should they be thinking right now? What should they be doing? Should they be going back and checking to see if they're using web trackers, and if so, how? I think that's right. So I think our bulletin made clear that entities that are going to be using online tracking technologies need to really understand uh, what those are actually doing in their environments. If HIPAA obligations apply, and if they do apply, to ensure that they are complying with the HIPAA rules in their use of those web checking technologies. And you know, between the, the, uh, the guidance and then with the with the joint letter with the FTC, you know, we're just trying to we make clear, make people understand that this could implicate HIPAA, that this is uh, something to highlight, that the HIPAA rules may apply in these situations. So if an entity that deploys online tracking devices or, or what have you, technologies, that uh, if they did not look at that through the lens of potential HIPAA obligations, that, that they should do so. So in terms of the 130 organizations that did receive letters, how were they chosen? Were they, because I know in some instances, a few of these covered entities had previously reported breaches to HHS OCR related to their previous use of web trackers, but then there was, you know, a long list of other companies that kind of seemed kind of random. Have HHS OCR and FTC received complaints about certain companies? You know, do either of the agencies sort of have, you know, scanning tools to see how these web trackers might be being used by some covered entities and regulators? organizations? How, how did you guys kind of zero in on who to warn? I was not in, involved in that process of, of identifying entities to send letters to, so I, I really don't know uh, the methodology under which they, they were chosen. And in, as, in terms of enforcement actions, we've seen some from the FTC. There's been at least a handful, maybe two, three so far. And HHS OCR has previously said that it is actively investigating you know, these cases involving web trackers. Any sense of when we might see an enforcement action from HHS OCR? No particular dates on when we may see some type of you know published enforcement action or whatnot. But, but you're correct. I mean, there, there are uh, web tracking issues that we are investigating. Has HHS OCR given technical assistance to organizations at this point that have been using web trackers perhaps in a potentially you know, non-compliant way, but you know, is trying to help them not to do that? I'm not really sure of where particular investigations are on a you know case by case basis. So uh, you know, I would certainly think that that's a possibility, but I, I really would not know if that had happened yet or had already happened. So I really can't comment. 
And in terms of guidance, any forthcoming uh, topics of guidance that we should be watching for from HHS-OCR at this point of the year, or looking into next year for that matter? Well, OCR is always looking for opportunities to provide, you know, guidance on compliance with the HIPAA rules to our regulated community members. So we're, we're looking at different areas to explore based on, you know, what the uh, uh, current trends are with cybersecurity issues and, and breaches and the best way to approach that and communicating better ways to comply with HIPAA to our community. Well, what we do have coming out is the uh, uh, new version of the security risk assessment tool. It's going to be version 3.4. It's going to have um, you know, several enhancements. You know, one of the things that you know, has been talked about here at, at HIMSS is the, is the new version of, of HICCUP, the Health Industry and Cybersecurity Practices. You know, that's been updated for uh, 2023. The uh, SRA tool had references to the, the prior version of HICCUP in the 3.3 version. Uh, so one of the enhancements is to update those references to, to uh, to refer to those new 2023 edition practices. And when it comes to investigations into breaches that are reported to HHS and the uh, so-called you know, recognized security practices that these entities should be following, and if they are, that will be taken into consideration by HHS OCR in terms of potential enforcement. How are you guys sort of incorporating this into the investigations at this point when you, like I know you look to see if there's a checklist of different things that you know, these organizations do between like risk assessments or risk analysis and how comprehensive these risk analysis is, um, you know, how timely they are. How are you incorporating, you know, hiccup and other sort of recognized security practices when you do do these investigations or reviews of entities that report breaches? Well, the recognized security practices, uh, of which Hiccup is one of the recognized practices, are entirely voluntary. So if an entity is not meeting uh, the measure of implementing the Hiccup cybersecurity practices or implementing the NIST cybersecurity framework, there's not going to be a, a penalty uh, from uh, an OCR perspective. So, so OCR enforces the HIPAA rules. Uh, you know, we're looking, for, you know, we'll, we'll, we look at the recognized security practices if we're presented with those, if anybody wants us to see if they, you know, have implemented them, if they can demonstrate that they've implemented them for the previous 12 months. And as you said, that's something that uh, we may take in consideration for potential mitigation of you know penalties or whatnot, but um, as far as OCR's regulatory obligations, you know we enforce HIPAA rules, so you wouldn't receive a violation for not implementing HIPAA. But as far as if you you know are able to demonstrate compliance with HIPAA rules, you know that could lead to potential violations. And finally, in terms of anything else that we should be looking for to come from HHS OCR, you know this year or in the coming months, anything that we should be looking for. I can't really think of, uh, of too much. I guess the one thing maybe just refer back to, we are having the 3.4 release of the security risk assessment tool. We, we do uh, work of uh, ONC on that. And um, I believe there's going to be a couple webinars coming uh, up on that to discuss the new enhancements and uh, the use of that tool. So uh, if, if your uh, listeners are a member or they have signed up for the OCR listserv, uh, they would have gotten notification of that. Then they can register for one of those sessions if they wish. Great. Thank you so much, Nick. I've been speaking to Nick Heasters of HHS OCR. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for joining us.